Tri-State's number one motorsports talk show. Today's program is brought to you in part by our marketing partners. Recognized by the Eastern Motorsports Press Association as one of the top racing shows in the Eastern United States, here's Rappin' on Racing. This is the Banker Bob Thought for this evening. It seems to me those socks that go missing in the dryer come back as lids to Tupperware containers that you do not have. Wrapping on Racing, January 30, 2023. Today's guests include super late model driver Logan Zarin. Lenny Baticki has a great interview with the 2023 National Sprint Car Hall of Fame inductee Chad Kemenaw. Tyler Harris will talk about the very successful Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway display at the World of Wheels Car Show at the Convention Center. John Montepart has a funny explanation of Tool's Kitchen. Anthony Montepart and Brett Hutera will review last season and discuss their plans for the new year. I hope you enjoy the show, and thank you for listening. Thanks for tuning in to Rappin' on Racing. I'm Lenny Baticki. Coming up next, a recording we did for PRN's At the Track. Check it out. Mike Rowe here with a gentle reminder that civilization is held together by pipes, wires, and cables. It's true. There are over 5 million miles of gas lines, power lines, fiber optic lines, water lines, and sewer lines all buried beneath your feet. And every 60 seconds, somebody digs into one. Look, if you're thinking about digging around, do yourself a favor and call 811 first just to find out what's down there. Trust me, you don't want to find out the hard way. Call or click 811 before you dig and visit safeexcavator.com for more info. O'Reilly Auto Parts, your professional parts people, in-store or online at O'ReillyAuto.com. Welcome back to PRN's At The Track. Joining us now on the ProFabrication.com Hotline, 2023 Sprint Car Hall of Fame to be inductee, Chad Kemenaw. Hey, Chad, what an honor to have you back on the show. Congrats, my friend, uh, on getting this. I read, and, and I waited a couple months because of what you tweeted here. And here's to kind of to paraphrase what he, Chad had tweeted. Honored, speechless, numb, no words. Those are not things that a radio host wants to have. But uh, to describe, and well understood, to describe the feeling to get the call that you were going to be inducted what now after a, a good amount of time have you been able to come with to uh, put it into words to have gotten that call to finally be in the sprint car hall of fame what say you you like to think you race and you don't think about that stuff but then we get a little bit older and you start to wonder And when i got the phone call you know like creed has over the years or my daughter you know well dad what if and you don't, you don't ever know, you know, like I always told him, I said, Hey, now you gotta understand like the waiting list to try to, you know, be inducted into the national sprint car hall of fame. That could go on for years. I said, you know, no different than their grandpa, you know, Bob Hampshire was on that list for a long time. And then, you know, finally went in. I was, when I got the phone call, I tell everybody, you know, jokingly, I'm usually not very speechless, but, <laughs> um, that one there left me a little bit quiet. Wow. It's just uh, probably still hasn't sunk in totally yet, but I'm sure about June 3rd it will. 
It sure will. Uh, what what a day. I uh, was fortunate to be there when Greg Stevens was inducted a few years back. And the Sprint Car Hall of Fame in Knoxville, Iowa, is hollowed grounds. And joining us on the ProFabrication.com hotline, a uh, person that will be inducted in the 2023 Sprint Car Hall of Fame, Chad Kemenaw. Let me give you a little bit of, uh, you know, the things that people talk about, Chad. Six-time All-Star Circuited Champions, champion 2002, 3, 4, Five and 2016 and 2017 champion plus Ohio Sprint Week champion in 02 and 16. So, uh, you know, half jokingly, but it does kind of make sense. Uh, you started your run in 02 winning Ohio Sprint Week and then in 16, 17, you started it there. What was that really the launch pad for those runs? If you can make it through Ohio Sprint Week? Yeah, you know, I mean, so much of our program back where, you know, where I started racing around Ohio, of course. Ohio Sprint Speed Week kind of, it really was a the pinnacle. I mean, the guys that could figure out how to win the Speed Week, a lot of times went on to become successful champions, in, especially in the you know in the All-Stars. But um, it was kind of a, a really cool era for me. Like growing up at Eldora, them same years we won the track championship at Eldora, I think four in a row. And it was that time period was like just one of them things where as a driver, you, you just kind of dream of that happen and then for it to take place, you know, and I tell everybody the only thing that was bad about it probably was it just fueled a fire for me to <laughs> want to move on and try something different, which I did, you know, with the outlaws, but it's just, uh, that was just a real fun time. Well, it was fun to uh, watch for those that were there and us now to hear about from Chad Kemenaw, 2023 Sprint Car Hall of Fame inductee. And speaking of the All-Star Circuit of Champions, the February 3rd and 4th will kick off their year down at Sonoya, Georgia. You can uh, watch all of that and be a part of it on Flow Racing TV or get down there and uh, check out Sonoya, Georgia, February 3rd and 4th for the uh, inaugural events of the 23 season for the All-Star Circuit of Champions. So, uh, Chad, our guest on the ProFabrication.com hotline, uh, maybe simple, but a lot complicated uh, in this question. Who made you a Hall of Famer? Who pushed you beyond what others ever thought you could be? My brother was a big part of it, of course, because we raced together a long time. But I was probably so hard on myself, and I kind of, not in no arrogant way at all, but I, I kind of took pride in that. Like I still joke to this day and I, I'm still the same, I, <laughs> whether it's good or bad, I'm the world's worst loser. I just wouldn't accept that. I wanted to try to be the best. So I always tried to push myself as hard as I possibly could. And I was very fortunate for a long time to be surrounded by really good people, good car owners, good engine builders, you know, I, I, I preach that stuff to my kids. It's not about what you're doing. It's who you surround yourself with sometimes. And I think that kind of goes in any part of life, really. Chad Kemen, our guest on the ProFabrication.com hotline. ProFabrication, headers, exhaust, all the parts and pieces that go with it. Just a click of a mouse away at ProFabrication.com. And you are exactly right. The group around you and that inner fire to make you, uh, you know, a Hall of Famer or a winning driver. And then eventually now a 2023 Sprint Car Hall of Famer, our guest, Chad Kemenaw, chatting about what it uh, was like to get the call, what it was like to uh, earn that. And uh, now just uh, a little 
little bit away from uh, being inducted come the uh, first part of June. When you get to Knoxville, uh, and I would imagine you've made at least one trip around the, the hall itself, who in the Hall of Fame makes it so special for you to join them? Uh, probably my father-in-law, uh, mm-hmm. Bob Hampshire. I don't know. I mean, there's so many people you walk through that thing and, uh, you know, just growing up and watching the people, you know, uh, Steve Kinzer, no matter who it was, uh, uh, them guys, you always, you know, to me, I would always say growing up, you know, like chance of ever being in a Hall of Fame with Steve Kinzer, probably no. I was that <laughs> annoying little kid running around the pits, <laughs> aggravating everybody. But it's such an honor thing to to even have that opportunity to just say a person, I, I don't. Well, I think the father-in-law is know. certainly one that uh, will continue to be one that now you, the family will have a corner. And uh, Chad Kemenar, our guest on the ProFabrication.com hotline, the 2023 Sprint Car Hall of Fame inductee. He'll be inducted this June. The All-Star Circuit of Champions, where he was a six-time champion, starts their racing season at Sonoya next weekend, February 3rd and 4th. And keep your eye on both of his kids, uh, daughter Mackenzie and Creed Kemenaw as well. We may see some more Kemenaws uh, in the Racing Hall of Fame. But Chad, thank you for joining us. Fans, stay with us. We'll be right back with more of PRN's At The Track. At Alternative Power Sources, they have always understood that your generator needs are never one size fits all. They are still the local generator company you have come to know and trust. But with expanded resources and expertise as a subsidiary of Curtis Power Solutions Company, part of the Indel Power Group. As a Curtis Power Solutions Company, they offer quality brands such as MTU, Kohler, Southeastern Power Products, and Yamaha Generators. They bring more experience for working on complex projects such as engineering and design services for data centers and healthcare facilities. At the same time, they continue to service all brands of standby generators. Also, don't forget to ask about their rentals for your next event or power emergency. If you have a project, Alternative Power Sources has a solution. Contact them today at 1-800-894-4455. That's 1-800-894-4455. All right, listeners, joining us now is Logan Zarin. Logan, good evening. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. Good, but not as good as you. I understand that uh, you and the team are getting ready to head down to Florida. And, uh, you know, it's uh, you're gonna, it's your second trip down to the Sunshine State to test against some of the best teams in dirt late model racing. Where are the two tracks where you're planning to compete? Um, we're going to head down to Alltech. Um, we're going to leave the first, and then we're going to practice night, first night, Thursday, and then race Friday, Saturday. So, And then the week after, we're going to head over to East Bay, so that should be fun as well. Well, your dad made a good point. He said, if you want to be the best, you have to compete with the best. Now, when you went down on the first trip, you didn't have a super late model victory. But this year, you do. So that raises the comfort level a, a little bit. But you're still going to find that with some of these guys you're racing against, there's a lot of stuff to learn. Yeah, you know, last year I didn't really have much experience at all. So we just wanted to see, get me some seat time, and get me comfortable in the cars. But, you know, I got a good full year under my belt. I uh, won, won a race. Um, qualified pretty good this year. A couple big races. So I just think... You know, this year going down a little more experience. We uh, 
got a little bit of higher hopes than last year. I mean, last year we just wanted to just, like I said, get some experience. But this year we're uh, we're going to go for it a little bit this year. So we'll see how we do. Now, I I think from looking on Facebook that you're taking a new car. Is that correct? Um, yeah, we picked up a new car um, the week after we got home from Charlotte. They had it ready for me, and then we got the one I ran last year, which is also pretty new. It's got five or six nights on it, so we're still debating on which one we're going to run, but we know both of them are fresh and ready to rip, so we'll just got to make our decision here pretty soon. Well, now you're a hauler. Are you able to take two cars? Yeah, yeah, I've got two cars and then all the spares we need, so we're not really worried about breaking anything. That's perfect. You know, you're only 20 years of age, but you've uh, you've done a lot of racing. You know, uh, started at age seven, had a lot of success uh, with the go-karts and then in the crate uh, late models, a lot of success there. But probably uh, the crowning uh, joy was your first victory in the super late models at Lernerville last year. And, uh, you know, the, the not only was the family there, but your mom was able to to be there to enjoy that. That's got to be a memory that'll just last forever. Yeah, I mean, that was, that before the racing started, I didn't have any expectations. You know, I had that stuff, my mom got sick, and I was kind of in like a month-long funk there. We just couldn't get her going, and then she finally came home from the hospital, and then she ended up coming to the race, and, you know, I got the second, and then I kind of rode there, and I knew, I knew we, we, I had a shot at it, if I just, kept my head on straight we were to get her done but matt lux definitely made it hard for me that night but uh just happy to get my first one in front of my mom and then kind of my home track now because we can't go to pittsburgh until the pittsburgh weekend so lernerville is kind of like my second home so nice to win there local race now will there be uh well um will there be any other tracks that you plan to go to in addition to lernerville um i actually signed the contract to um pop on the UOMS series this year, so we're going to head out to a bunch of those races and try to go for that rookie of the year deal and then see if we can you know, win the championship or come pretty close to it. Yeah, I saw that. Matter of fact, that news just came out today that uh, Logan Zarin is going to uh, sign up for the ULMS elite contract for the new season. Now, uh, the, the name of the uh, Award is kind of interesting. The chew on this jerky rookie of the year uh, and a shot at the ULMS championship. That's an interesting name for an award. Yeah, I mean, I think that jerky company gives them uh, a pretty good, gives us a, you know, a rookie of the year point from the work to uh, race for us. And, um, you know, it's cool. Um, people are going to do that, you know, because it's not a huge series, but. Like these national guys, but it's, it's a good starter series for me, and then just try to get my feet wet points racing. I've never really done it before, so we're just going to see how that goes. Well, there's a lot of good guys in it, ULMS. So, uh, again, a learning curve there and a new opportunity. You know, I've, I've, so many drivers have said this when they're going to a place that's new or, or they're kind of new on the experience chart that like in warm-up laps you maybe pick the best guy out there and just follow him and watch what he does and maybe you can pick up some tips there 
I know years ago when I asked Ed Lynch Jr., why do you travel so much? He said, it's like going to school. Everywhere I go, I learn something from someone. And that was obvious with all his success. So I think you and dad are on the right uh, page here. You know, you get a lot of support from the family. And your dad spent 14 years in different types of cars. And that has to be a bonus. And then... uh, Paps Aaron also did some racing. Now, when Dad is watching your race or doing whatever, uh, do you guys ever disagree, or do you pretty much go with the experience that Dad accumulated while he was racing? Um, I mean, most of the time we kind of meet in the, meet in the middle, and I think that's what's so good about me and my dad. We don't really look, we kind of agree on everything we're going to do, um, but there's sometimes where you know he'll say something or I'll say something that. We don't think it's right, and we'll argue about it for a little bit, and then take a couple minutes of a breather, and then, you know, just do what's best for the car, and then what's going to end up winning us a race. Well, in addition to the guys on the team, the other family members, uh, your mom, Nikki, uh, sister Lacey, and girlfriend Fran, uh, it's very important for the women to be part of of the team and if they are and they're on board i've said this many times people are tired of hearing it that is the key to the whole deal because if they're not on board not such a good situation yeah we try to you know keep my my sister my sister's doing like she's in a band and stuff so she can't make it out too much but you know my mom my girlfriend friend we're trying to get some uh merchandise for this year so we're gonna have a couple of booths on uh, some local races or some bigger races, so they're going to be up there, you know, selling T-shirts, hoodies, and all that stuff. So we're trying to work on that, and then also get ready for Florida. So it's been kind of put to the side, but you know, pretty soon we'll have some uh, like a merchandise trailer. Pretty soon. Fans, we're talking to Logan Zarin, and he's getting ready to go to Florida. We need to take a break. We'll be back with the remainder of his interview after these messages. We're talking with Logan Zarin. And we'll be back after these messages. Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway would like to thank all of our marketing partners who helped make our 2022 a success. Rourke Automotive Group, Cheplick Packing, Crawford Auto Repair, Always Safe Flagging and Traffic Control, Falcone's Moon Township Automotive, Rock Auto, Next Gen Outdoor Services, Summit Racing Equipment, Basil Race Fuels, Coca-Cola, Calusi Chevrolet, The Coriopolis Record, Isley's, J.D. Hall Excavating, Octane Customs, Precise Racing Products, Hoosier Tire Mid-Atlantic, Racing Junk, Rhino Racing Classifieds, Yingling, Zarin Truck and Automotive, and Zoofall Communications. We would like to also congratulate our 2022 champions. In the Rush Late Models, Philip Ubeck. In the Hobby Stocks, Frank McGill. For the Chuplick Series, Logan Catellis. In the Penn Ohio Pro Stocks, AJ Poljack. In the Open Four Cylinders, Craig Rudolph. And in the Young Guns, Emmy Laboon. Stay tuned to our social media channels and our website, ppms.com, for upcoming information regarding our 2023 racing season. Every day when they open the doors at Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights, Pennsylvania, their goal is to provide great customer service by offering affordable automotive and truck repair service performed by highly trained technicians at the highest industry standard. 
By implementing the latest diagnostic equipment and computerized repair manuals, you can rest assured that your vehicle will be repaired to factory specifications for your specific car or truck. At Zarin Truck and Automotive, they believe in honest repairs and will demonstrate that fully by explaining the repair or service you are receiving and they'll give you an estimate or quote before work is performed. When you choose Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights, Pennsylvania, you are choosing professional automotive repair and maintenance performed by expert automotive technicians. That's Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights. All right, listeners, we're back talking to Logan Zarin. They're getting ready to head down to Florida. They're going to be going down the 1st of February. Um, some of the other people that help you on the car, let's talk a little bit about them. Oh, I can't leave out uh Greg Beach at Anarchy Customs, you know, he's done all my tire work for this Florida trip we're going on, and we brought him along at the end of last year for Charlotte. And, um, we're really happy with him. He's a super nice guy. You can get along with him pretty good. Um, so I never really talked to him until Charlotte, but he's doing a really good job for us, getting the tires and stuff ready to go, so I can't thank him enough. And um, Jim Stevens, JDS suspension, uh, Penske racing shocks, um, he took my program to a uh, hold another level and i'm really really happy that we brought him aboard and then he can help us the way he does you know there was a time a couple of years ago where greg was racing at pittsburgh and he's second generation his uh, uncle banker beach was a big winner at lernerville over the years and his uh, dad was crew chief so pretty good team um one of the things that uh, i find fascinating like I said about Greg, when he was racing at Pittsburgh, he won everything but the 50-50 raffle. He was unbeatable. And then I guess he wanted to spend more time with his uh, Anarchy Customs. And uh, it's a pretty lucrative business for him. So I could see him getting out of the seat. But the fact that he was so good that he has the option from time to time to maybe make a suggestion when you're doing something that could be better. Yeah, it's nice because Greg, you know, he, Greg, like you said, he drove everything under the sun, so he kind of knows, like, what the car is going to need. We, I can, you know, bounce ideas off of him, and then, you know, like the tire work. I'm not too uh, knowledgeable on the tires and how to cut them and everything, but he knows his stuff, and he just does some pretty cool stuff with the tires, so make them, you know, last longer and stuff like that. So, um, you know, really, really, really happy we brought him on board, and I uh, can't wait to bring him down the floor with us. You know, tires are such a key component of a successful race. Different compounds, different tire stagger, uh, and, and to have a guy like that that understands that, that's definitely a bonus. You know, in addition to the family and friends that make up the team, you got some really good sponsors. Let's take a second and talk about them. Yeah, first of all, I just want to thank everybody that, you know, helped me throughout my career so far, and um. You know, just want to thank these sponsors, you know, All-American Framers. Um, he just came on this year, and we're super, super happy he's on our team now. And, you know, Level Enterprises, Blayo Oil, Bazzetti's Hardware, Tomas Towing, you know, the family business there in Truck and Automotive, Jake Bray Custom Power Coating, Cletus Motorsports, Castle Vetter Landscaping, Wheels, Wings, and Wishes Foundation, um, you know, KBC Graphics, Penske Racing Shocks by Jim Stevens, Pro Power Racing Engines. You know, rocket chassis, everybody that's got a name on this car. We really appreciate what everybody does for us. 
Did I notice a new or adjusted logo uh, for your car? Yeah, we have um, all American framers on the car this year. You know, Scott just came on, so he's going to be on the right on the both sides of the car this year. Um, we're super happy to have him on board for this year and years to come. Okay, now let's talk about where you're planning to go. February one, we're headed to Alltech Raceway on the second. We're going to take a day just to travel, so we don't rush, and we're we're going to hit that. The practice night on the second, and then we're going to be third, fourth at Alltech for I think a ten thousand and fifteen thousand to win, and then the Sunday after that we'll be at East Bay Raceway Park in Tampa for a practice night, and then we'll race Monday. Monday through Saturday all that week. So, you know, if you're down in the area, you can still book a flight, come down and see us. Uh, sure is great racing down there. Now, if somebody wanted to get more information as far as your Facebook, uh, let's give them some options. Well, you know, I got my Facebook, Logan's Aaron Racing. Um, you know, you can give, a, give me a call, message me, PM me on the Facebook. Um, Instagram, I'm on Instagram, Twitter, I'm on every social media. You can get a hold of me there. And, um, we're going to have a website getting made here pretty soon, so I'll have all my schedules and stuff on there, T-shirts and stuff like that. So a um, couple things work in progress, but, you know, social media is the best way to get a hold of me. When you get your apparel up and running, let me know, and I'll put a special segment on Wrapping on Racing because uh, kind of proud of the fact that last year we had 50,000 people sign on at one way or another, and uh, we're kind of proud of that. Now, we're going to have to wrap this up. We're coming up uh, on a commercial break. Anyone that you would like to mention or thank? You know, it's my my family for letting me, you know, do this as a pretty much my job now. I just, I you know, I take care of the cars all week and stuff like that. So I just really blessed my mom and my dad have let me, you know, chase my dreams for a little bit. Um, and my, well, my sister for we drag her to the races every once in a while. So I've got to thank her. Um, my girlfriend, friend, for everything she does for me, you know, it's hard to find a girl that understands that, uh, you know, it's not going to be all sunshine and rainbows when you're dating a race car driver. So just want to thank her and then, you know, my family, my pap, all them, you know, for supporting me week in and week out and all my great sponsors. I like that. It's not all, not all sunshine and rainbows. And boy, that's the truth. And you have a wonderful girl. You're pretty lucky. I want to Thank you for being with us and wish you success in Florida. Yeah, thank you, Don. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on the show. We're talking with Logan Zarin, and we'll be back after these messages. Are you in need of financial planning or portfolio review? Rick Sabo of RPS Financial Solutions is an independent financial planner who has testified as an expert witness on insurance and investment fraud. He helps people who are concerned about their portfolio or with other financial matters. His services include investments, pension, and 401k rollovers, estate planning, life insurance, and long-term care alternatives. As a registered IRS tax preparer, he can assist retirees with the completion of property tax rebate forms and other government tax reduction programs at no charge. Mr. Sabo does not charge a fee to meet with potential clients for a fact find. His office is located at 5061 Route 8, Gibsonia, PA. If you are in need of any of the services that he provides, give him a call at 724-443-5720. That's 724-443-5720. Or email him at rick.sabo at jwcemail.com. 
Securities offered through J.W. Cole Financial Incorporated, member of FINRA SIPC. Advisory services offered through J.W. Cole Advisors Incorporated, neither J.W. Cole Advisors Incorporated or J.W. Cole Financial Incorporated, nor its representatives provide legal, tax preparation, or accounting advice. Persons who provide such advice do so in a capacity other than as a registered representative of J.W.C.A. J.W.C. RPS Financial Solutions and JWC, JWCA are unaffiliated entities. Number One Cochrane has created a new way, a faster way, an easier way to buy a car. Now you can complete as much of the process as you'd like online and spend less time in store. Or do it all online and get home delivery. Expressway is way easy to use. Just shop our nearly 20 new car brands and thousands of pre-owned vehicles to find the model that's perfect for you. We're big on transparency, so you get our best possible price up front. We call it our clear-cut price, and it's independently validated by Kelly Blue Book right on your screen. Our experts are standing by to help you throughout the entire buying process. You can also stop at any time, save where you are, and come to the showroom to pick up where you left off. Don't love your new vehicle? Don't worry, we'll take it back, no questions asked. Best of all, Expressway is open 24-7. That means you can buy your way with Expressway right away. Number one, Cochrane. See it all at Cochrane.com. And now, more Rapid on Racing with Don Gamble. And Tyler Harris. All right, listeners, joining us now, the voice of Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway, Tyler Harris. Tyler, how are you? I'm doing well, Don. Resting up from a, from a long past weekend, but everything's going really well. Well, I guess that weekend started around October 17th when uh, you called and said, you know, I'm thinking about putting a car show together for Pittsburgh's uh, competitors for the World of Wheels. Let's pick it up from there because I know this was a long time coming. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, anybody who knew Matt Miley, um, he, he really didn't talk on the phone much or like text. It was always email. So, um, I emailed him over the information, the demographics of what the World of Wheels show down at the uh, David L. Lawrence Convention Center would provide and said, you know, it looks to me like this would be our target demographic. These are the people who we would want to be targeting to, to come check out our racetrack if they never have before. And so you're right. So back in October 17th, and uh, he gave me the official okay to run with it. So um started putting things together, started contacting drivers immediately because I knew that if there was any chance of drivers showing up, they would need as much notice as possible between the end of the season in October and uh, middle of January to have a car put together in time. So especially with where we're at and part shortages, expenses, et cetera. So I, I reached out to the drivers and, and reached out to a bunch of them for that matter. And um, to my surprise, out of the 28 or 30 or so that I asked, we had 23 confirm, and uh, come registration day, they 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 were all represented in registration. So at that point on January 4th, the registration deadline, I knew that we were going to move forward with 23 cars going into that show. Well, you bring up a good point. So many of the drivers are they're hustling the week before the season starts to finish their cars. So what attributed it is to these 23 drivers or competitors that had their cars 
ready to go for your car show. And I'd like to take a, a minute and mention some of the ones that were there because they were beautiful. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's tough to mention 23 people, right? They're all equally deserving of, of having a mention. Some shine brighter than others. Um, I mean, Brian Hushko is the first one that comes to mind. He got airtime on KDKA TV on Sunday morning uh, with wearing his driver's suit. His sponsors were represented well on the front of his car. Um, you know, he might have got some flack for wearing that for wearing that driver suit all day, but I tell you what, it paid its dividends because it made his sponsors happy and it made a lot of kids happy because they were able to see a superhero in their super suit, so to say. And uh, he was probably the busiest one out of all the drivers at the convention center just because of wearing that suit. And and uh, you know, Brian's Brian's passion and attitude toward not only promoting himself but his and his sponsors, but promoting the track as well really stood out. Um, and, and I can't thank those who all made it all possible. And, and Brian's not the only one. I mean, Matt Bernard, I, I, I'm not exaggerating, uh, Don. Everyone played such a critical part, not just the PPMS staff that were there working the booth and, and basically talking to the families and the kids to guide them through the process of, here, you can jump in this car, or you can talk, you can talk to this driver here, or here, you can get this autograph here. Here's some more information about our speedway. Here's our schedule. Um, but the drivers too, they were also, um, selling for us. They were also promoting the racetrack on top of promoting themselves. So it was really a combined team effort on everybody's part. And it exceeded my expectations tenfold. I could have never expected to have that kind of response at one point on Saturday dawn, multiple points. They stopped letting people in the building because they had reached capacity on multiple instances. That is amazing. The passion of the competitors that you gathered together for this show is incredible. Uh, I have a question, though. I don't know if you can answer it or not, but looking at the pictures, it looked like Hutchko's car was one color in one side of the car, and then when you look at the picture on the other side, it was a different color. Did you notice that? So it might have just been lighting because yeah. his his car I uh, I basically called it the construction cone because that thing is orange and white and uh, it is all blinged out with always safe stuff which uh, coincidentally they are our presenting sponsor of the Young Guns Division too that they also jumped on board with Brian Hutchko for the 2023 season and essentially helped afford him the opportunity to jump to the crate late model class so. Um, good for Brian and, and um, Always Safe, really, really proud sponsor of Pittsburgh. We love working with them. What a lot of people don't realize is in addition to getting the cars to the convention, convention center, was getting them in the center and to the display area. That's a lot of work. Yeah, yeah, it was a lot of work. Uh, Wednesday was our move-in day, which was nice because we got to move in technically a day early. Uh, the biggest challenge was us not having enough space for our cars. We were sold enough space for 18 vehicles, and we had 23. So finding a way for those to fit, basically you're, you're trying to fit a, a square peg into a round hole at that point. And um, in true racing fashion, we, we figured it out. We had to talk to the convention center to, to see what we were allowed to do. And um, we ended up putting the sprint cars in the furthest back row. And the reason why we did that was because they stood taller than any other car there. So if you're walking through the aisles, you're going to see this weird goofy looking race car with a big wing on top and you're going to say well what is that and you're going to go back and look at it so yeah. uh some of the thought process worked out pretty well 
Um, I felt bad having to put anybody into a third row like we had to, but I don't think anybody was too upset about it. It worked out fairly well. Um, the crowd naturally congregated back there and didn't ignore the, the third row. So um, kudos to everybody for, um, you know, just making making it work because it, it wasn't easy on Wednesday, I can tell you that much. Um, but I t- Friday, Saturday, Sunday, it was it was almost like all those difficulties, all that stress, all that time put into it. It all just kind of washed away because we were so uh, encapsulated by what was going on. All the new people that had never heard of our speedway before, all the new people that had never heard of our sport of dirt track auto racing before, now have an idea that we exist. And that, to me, was the purpose and the goal of this whole thing. And like I said before, we we exceeded all expectations. If you're just joining us, we're talking to Tyler Harris, the gentleman that uh, had an idea, and he put this all together. Uh, Did you have any uh, one-on-one conversations with any of the parents or kids that had to be delighted with their opportunities to do what they did at the show? Oh, plenty, plenty. And uh, thank goodness, too, again, going back to the help of everybody. If if it was just me doing it, it wouldn't have been possible. Uh, Melissa Daly, Corey Griswack, our timing and scoring person, uh, Melissa's husband, Jory, uh, Mark Cook, Jim Zufall was there Saturday, um, really selling to the kids, too. Steve Skroop, our PR guy. Uh, and if I'm forgetting anybody, I'm so sorry, but there was just so many helping hands. But um the initial question when a family is walking past our booth to them is, hey, do you want to sit in a race car? And to see some of those kids' eyes light up bigger than the sky and say yes. Um, I mean, that opp- that's the opportunity right there. A lot of those cars at that show, pretty much all of them, for the ex- exception of us tucked back in that corner, you can't even breathe on the cars, let alone sit in them. Yeah. And here's this opportunity now to interact with all of these cars. And it wasn't just the kids, Don. It was the parents, the grandparents as well, getting in those cars. And uh, uh, it was fun. It was it was awesome to see even the even the adults getting in these cars and smiling from ear to ear just as much as the kids were. It was it was a blast. Well, here's a car, a kid sitting in a car story that I like to tell people. When I was 15 years old, my uncle took me to Claridge Speedway and let me sit in Dick Bailey's race car. And from that time on until Dick passed away, we were friends. We were good friends for over 60 years. So I don't think these kids are going to be as goofy as I am, but you never know how that will pique their interest in the sport or a driver or the track or, or all of them combined. You're absolutely right. And and that's what it takes now is come, come check us out. Come see what, what it's like. And now, because these kids got to sit in these race cars, they know what they look like. They know who the drivers kind of are, hopefully, maybe. And they have somebody now to recognize when they come to our track. They can look and they have a favorite already determined whenever they come out on the racetrack. So the drivers that did come, they have that benefit to their advantage now. They've made not only race fans, but now they have a favorite race car driver, those kids do. And I think it works out pretty well in that respect. I can hear the conversations all over western Pennsylvania with a 10 or 11 or 12-year-old kid saying, Mom, I want to go see those cars race. When can we go out there? And I'm sure that that uh, conversation has uh, multiplied many times over since that show. 
Well, we certainly hope so. You know, that was that was the goal. At the end of the day, I was talking to Ben Miley, the promoter of the Speedway. I said, you know, at the end of the day, if we don't get any sort of return on income on this thing, we did our duties as race as racers, and we put a lot of smiles on a lot of people's faces this weekend. Um, I can't imagine us not benefiting in some sort of way from doing this. Um, but in the same token, like I said, it, it really wasn't about that at the end of the day. The exposure, the exposure that we made for our Speedway, yes, but for the sport and the people that we made happy is truly all that matters. Tyler, we're going to have to take a break. Uh, we want to tell folks uh, we'll be back after these messages. Are you in need of financial planning or portfolio review? Rick Sabo of RPS Financial Solutions is an independent financial planner who has testified as an expert witness on insurance and investment fraud. He helps people who are concerned about their portfolio or with other financial matters. His services include investments, pension, and 401k rollovers, estate planning, life insurance, and long-term care alternatives. As a registered IRS tax preparer, he can assist retirees with the completion of property tax rebate forms and other government tax reduction programs at no charge. Mr. Sabo does not charge a fee to meet with potential clients for a fact find. His office is located at 5061 Route 8, Gibsonia, PA. If you are in need of any of the services that he provides, give him a call at 724-443-5720. That's 724-443-5720. Or email him at rick.sabo at jwcemail.com. Securities offered through J.W. Cole Financial Incorporated, member of FINRA SIPC. Advisory services offered through J.W. Cole Advisors Incorporated, neither J.W. Cole Advisors Incorporated or J.W. Cole Financial Incorporated, nor its representatives provide legal, tax preparation, or accounting advice. Persons who provide such advice do so in a capacity other than as a registered representative of J.W.C.A. J.W.C. RPS Financial Solutions and J.W.C. J.W.C.A. are unaffiliated entities. And now, more Rapid on Racing with Don Gamble and Tyler Harris. All right, fans, we're back. We're talking to Tyler Harris, the announcer at Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway. Now, I know the schedule's not complete yet, and it's still pretty early, but is there anything that jumps off the page that we could talk about? Yeah, yeah, you're you're right. You know, we're still working on the schedule, even though it is released. That schedule is viewable at ppms.com. Also, be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can keep up to date with all the uh, content that we're posting out throughout the offseason. However, going back to the schedule, it's not totally complete, as it always says at the bottom of the page, uh, tentative and subject to change. So we're always trying to make improvements, make adjustments based off of maybe what some other tracks are doing. And uh, one thing that we can officially announce is that the Fast on Dirt 410 Sprint Car Series has confirmed that they will be at Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway on Saturday, September the 2nd. That is Labor Day weekend. We had a very, very impressive showing with Fast on Dirt last year. We took over the uh, West Virginia Motor Speedway date that they unfortunately had to give up uh, due to, I believe, what they called economical issues. Uh, so we, we filled that day for Aaron Fry and his team, and it it really blossomed into something beautiful. I believe there was over 20 sprint cars in attendance that day. 
Um, it was absolutely incredible. Dale Blaney was racing, and uh, anytime you get to see uh, a living legend like that jump behind the wheel of a, of a race car, it's, it's always something to behold. So we're thrilled to have them back for the 2023 season. We hope that that show continues to uh, you know, pay its dividends and continue to entertain a lot of people. I, I think it's an excellent showing. Uh, with that being said, we have plenty of other sprint car dates on the schedule. I believe we have five other sprint car dates on the schedule besides that. So uh, we look forward to that, including June the 1st, which is Western Pennsylvania Sprint Car Speed Week on a Thursday night. So uh, we're really excited about those sprint car shows. Falcone's Moon Township Automotive coming back on board as the sponsor for our uh, Outlaw Sprint Series. So that'll be awesome. I'm always happy to have Falcone back. Uh, besides that, you know, we got our four Rush Late Model Touring Series races, the Herb Scott Memorial, the Duke George Steel City Classic, then the two-night Bill Hendren Memorial, the Ed Laboon Memorial for the Penn Ohio Pro Stock Championship Series. Vince pours his heart and soul into that race every single year, and it has proven to be one of the most prolific races in Western Pennsylvania because of that. So we look forward to that race. Of course, opening night, April the 29th. Uh, and let's not dismiss the Pittsburgher whatsoever. The Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series comes back on Saturday night, September the 29th, a $30,000 to win purse. Uh, so one of the biggest, if not the absolute biggest, Pittsburgher in all of history will be taking place this year at Dirt's Monster Half Mile. 30,000 reasons to park it on the front stretch in victory lane, but also the implications of the Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series having the final four drivers decided heading into the championship at Eldora two weeks later. So uh, it's all the more reason to stop by our track at some point this year. Come check it out you know, a couple times if you can, but that race right there, the Pittsburgher, it's going to be one that you're going to have to see for yourself. Did I hear you mention in the last segment a new sponsor? For one of the divisions? Well, we're, we're currently working on uh, trying to shore up the sponsors that we do have or, or returning sponsors. So, for example, Rourke Automotive has a, uh, agreed to come back as a presenting sponsor for the weekly Rush Late Models. So we're always happy to have them back. Always Safe is coming back as the presenting sponsor of the Young Guns division. Still working on shoring up some of the other sponsorships, but I have a feeling that that shouldn't be any problem. And like I mentioned just a couple seconds ago, Falcone's Moon Township Automotive coming back as the presenting sponsor of the Outlaw Sprint Car Series. So um, other sponsors are still you know, being decided and coming about, but I'm confident that new ones will be coming through as well. Excellent. All of the companies you mentioned, excellent companies. Um, any closing thoughts? Is there anything you'd like to add? Well, like I said, stay tuned to our social media pages because one of the goals, my personal goals for this season, for this off season, has been to do more content on our social media channels and on our website for that matter. So um, Steve Scarupa took a bunch of excellent photos at the World of Wheels Car Show, so I highly recommend if you haven't done so already, go onto our Facebook page and check out those photos. There is a video that we did, a live video, that is archived on our Facebook page as well. Uh, you can go back and watch that. That is actually through Dirt TV, um, which, speaking of Dirt TV, you want to talk about exciting things, Don. They are signed on for, I believe, nine races next year to stream at Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway. The way that they are repackaging their streaming package is going to make this a lot more uh, feasible to basically be a monthly subscriber, and we're really excited about that. So, uh, once again, Dirt TV coming back for, I believe, what is nine races next year. Um, but I would, like I said, just stay tuned to our, our social media channels. I, I think we're going to be coming up with a lot of uh, content for 
those who are hungry for it right now in the off season. If you have flow and dirt vision, you have the opportunity to to watch racing pretty much at all times of the season, uh, whether it's winter or not. And uh, if you don't, you're kind of craving that little extra something in these winter months. And I think we're going to be having some stuff coming up through the pipeline here in the next few weeks and months. You mentioned Scarupa's photos. They are so good that I felt like I could reach out and touch the car. And it's almost like I'm at the convention center. Amazing photos. Yeah. Yeah, he's definitely talented. His aerial photos are second to none when it comes to... Uh, what you see on the website and on the Facebook page. So uh, he does an excellent job with his photos, and, and we look forward to continuing that as well. Well, Tyler Harris, I thank you, as always. Excellent report. Look forward to talking to you on our next program. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you, Don. I appreciate it. At Alternative Power Sources, they have always understood that your generator needs are never one size fits all. They are still the local generator company you have come to know and trust. But with expanded resources and expertise as a subsidiary of Curtis Power Solutions Company, part of the Indel Power Group. As a Curtis Power Solutions Company, they offer quality brands such as MTU, Kohler, Southeastern Power Products, and Yamaha Generators. They bring more experience for working on complex projects such as engineering and design services for data centers and healthcare facilities. At the same time, they continue to service all brands of standby generators. Also, don't forget to ask about their rentals for your next event or power emergency. If you have a project, Alternative Power Sources has a solution. Contact them today at 1-800-894-4455. That's 1-800-894-4455. All right, fans, joining us now is John Montapart, a.k.a. Tool. John, good evening. How are you? I'm doing great tonight, Don. How are you? Good. I was looking at your Facebook page, and I always get a kick out of your thoughts on Tool's Kitchen. But I want to start off. Christine uh, made a comment, says, I have to give my husband a shout-out for his amazing work on the cake. I guess you made a birthday cake. And that was very special. And she said, instead of Tool's Kitchen, maybe we should call the episode Tool's Pastries. Would you like to elaborate on that? You know, I have my wife, as everybody would say, I guess, that's married. She's the greatest. Yes. And uh, it was her birthday was coming. And I kept asking her if she wanted an ice cream cake. If, you know, where do you want me to order your cake from? And, she kept saying, I don't need no cake. I don't need no cake. Yeah. I don't need to get So I said, you know, I'm going to bake my own cake for her. And I I baked her a chocolate cake with chocolate icing because I knew that she would like that. But if, when I went to the store and bought the stuff, they make all kind of neat stuff now. You don't have to be a, have a master cake decorating kit. They actually have, like, it's kind of like a spray can for for whipped cream, only it had icing in it. So I ended up decorating it, putting her name on it, and flowers, and and sprinkles, and everything else on it, and, and it just it was a big hit. Was was that your first ever cake at Tool's Kitchen? Oh yeah, I mean I've made I've baked cakes over the years, but I never I never did one like that, decorated it for somebody or anything. I. 
I took the easy way out for my boys. I bought a cake. <laughs> I uh, always get a kick out of your comments on Tools Kitchen. And I know we've talked about it in the past, but keep in mind, we get new listeners all the time. And I'm sure there's a bunch of the new listeners that have never heard your story. First of all, how did you get the name Tool? Well, Tool, is, it's, it's, I always like to say that I got that from the women. Um, <laughs> after, they got, after they got to know me a little bit personally. Okay. Anyway, that's not, of course, that's not the truth. Yeah. Uh, there was too many Johns at the races. And um, actually, Joe Kelly, mostly most people know Joe, and and he started calling me Tool. Because somebody yelled John and six guys would turn around and look. There it comes. So um, that's, that's, the, that's the real truth of how I got the nickname Tool. Now, how long were you? I, I used to always had a tool in my hand, too, yeah. when somebody wanted one. How long were you with Joe? I guess you're still with him. How long have you two been uh, a team? Oh, my. Thirty years, twenty-five years. I mean, I've known Joe longer, but um, yeah, it's 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 probably twenty-five years. That would have been my guess. You know, he, uh, boy, what he accomplished. I mean, Super Joe, and I'm going to have him on on one of the upcoming shows. But uh, tonight's program is going to be dedicated to you and your two sons, and I guess they're both kind of nervous about what you might say. Yeah, yeah, they, they, I think they are. They, you know, they're both very good boys. Actually, I think they're too good of boys. Yeah. And what I mean by that is, is aren't you supposed to have, like, some rivalries in racing and stuff like that? I mean, isn't that how it goes? I guess. So they're not rivals, they're just brothers. Yeah, I mean... The, I think that they ought to, I mean, I don't know. One has to be better than the other. (laughs) Well, I I wouldn't recommend you making that statement in your interview. We we might just want to leave that alone. What do you think? Oh, I'm not, I'm not as scared to, you know, I think. I, I actually think that we I maybe I'd have talked to Dennis Bates and see about like a grudge grudge match or something. Like, oh. Get them both out. Maybe they could take how about you would remember and I don't remember they used to do the one lap dash with the spectator cars. Yeah, yeah. And I you might be able to help me out, but I think it was Denny Angelicchio and um Gary Henry. That sounds went right. out in their Went out in their personal vehicles because they had a little bit of altercation on the track. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think they ended up turning each other in their street vehicles, too, out of truckers. But, yeah, Anthony and Brett could take their trucks out there and, and maybe run a two-lap dash. Well, I think for that grudge match you just mentioned, there might have been some adult beverages involved. Do you mean the one from back in the day? Yeah. I think that's what the story I heard. That by the time they went out, there was they might have consumed a one or two adult beverages. <laughs> well, I remember being there one night, and I don't know who the guy was, 
But he was in an, um, one of them things where you're racing your streetcar, and I think he had a 68 Camaro, and he rolled it over. That, that was at Motordrome, if yeah. I remember. Yeah, it yes. was. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. It was The, the car was beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I bet you he wishes he did. What do you tell your insurance company? I don't know. Well, <laughs> how about this? For one of the Enduros, my pace car was a uh, Monte Carlo. It was okay. uh, AZ Chevy. And uh, they, yeah. s- they said, why don't you pace this Enduro? Well, the track was really wet. And I'm coming down there, and I turned it sideways. And I see these guys in the Enduro. Their eyes were green like the, the Incredible <laughs> Hulk. I said, i got to get the hell into the infield. And I did. But what would you tell your insurance guy? Well, I just got hit with 100 cars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, yeah. At, at that time, I think it was 150. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, that would have been really, really tough. Now, back to your kitchen, and I watched the last episode, and I always get a, a kick out of them. You were kind of scantily clad in the last one. Would you like to explain what that means? You know, I, I always like to have fun, and and, and um, I don't know. And I, I figure that's the most important thing. To, when people tune in, I don't think they really care what the hell I'm cooking. I think they, like, they want to laugh. Yeah. In between when Christina was recording, I um, she said, what are you doing? I said, I'm going to pull my shorts up so they're behind the um, apron. The apron. Yeah. And she goes, you can't do that. Your butt cheeks are going to be hanging out. I said, exactly. And I'm going to be facing my butt to you when you turn it on. <laughs> she said, oh, my God. Oh. So I waited till she said we were on. And then, of course, I pretended like, she wasn't supposed to be filming that. And I said, why didn't you tell me? Turn that camera away. <laughs> when I first met her, and then later on when I saw that uh, you were going to become a serious couple, I said to her, God bless you. She said, thank you. <laughs> she's told me, she remembers that. Because anytime <laughs> I mention you, she said, whenever he realized her, we were, she says, we, you heard we were getting married or something. Yeah. And you told her, God bless you. Yeah. <laughs> There's <laughs> never a dull moment there. Now, I was talking to Anthony the other day, and he's going to be on later in the show here. Uh, he said, I said, this tool, is he a good cook? He said, yeah, very good cook. So these cooking skills, when did this all transpire? I mean, you've been in racing for 25, 30 years. You drove yourself a challenger. I have a picture of you in Victory Lane. But when did you say... I want to have some fun. I'm going to do Tools Kitchen. You know, I always, I mean, I learned to cook, you, you know, when I was young. And um, I don't know, just the one day I was sitting here and it was, it was, um, I had, you know, made a Facebook account now. And I always would take samples of my cooking to, to Joe and Marcy or whoever, give the boys eight that. And I just was sitting there, and I decided to to film myself while I was cooking um, some kind of deer meat casserole or something I was making. And and I did it, and I put it on there. And the, hell, I liked the the limelight. As many people were liking it and commenting on it, and it just I just went from there. And obviously, Tools Kitchen was easy because we're talking with John Montepart. 
and we will be back after a few messages. Every day when they open the doors at Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights, Pennsylvania, their goal is to provide great customer service by offering affordable automotive and truck repair service performed by highly trained technicians at the highest industry standard. By implementing the latest diagnostic equipment and computerized repair manuals, you can rest assured that your vehicle will be repaired to factory specifications for your specific car or truck. At Zarin Truck and Automotive, they believe in honest repairs and will demonstrate that fully by explaining the repair or service you are receiving and they'll give you an estimate or quote before work is performed. When you choose Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights, Pennsylvania, you are choosing professional automotive repair and maintenance performed by expert automotive technicians. That's Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights. John, here's an interesting uh, situation. I saw a nice picture of you and Christine were hunting, and uh, for a woman to go hunting with her significant other is pretty special. But I guess, uh, and I have a picture of you two hunting, I guess when you're out there uh, and she has a gun, you uh, make sure she's not mad that day? Exactly. You don't want to end up a hunting accident. Yeah. That would be the easy way out. Now, I, I understand in addition to getting deer, that at one time she got a bear? Yeah, two years ago, she um, we took her bear hunting. She wanted to go with me and the boys. And, um, and about 25 minutes into the first day of the Pennsylvania bear season, she shot a 316-pound um, black bear. Wow. Now, I've tried my... My whole hunting, I've never got one. Now, did part of that bear end up in Tool's Kitchen? Oh, yeah. We we had plenty of episodes with, with bear meat. And, and, and I actually hope we get another bear someday because I actually preferred it more than the deer meat. Well, they say everything tastes like chicken. What does bear meat taste like? Bear meat tastes more more like beef. If cool. you've ever eaten deer meat. Yeah, no, I have, um, yeah. Yeah, it's, I would have to say, everybody says they can cook it and you won't know what you're eating, but but the bear, the, it was as close to beef as I've ever had any kind of wild game. Well, when let, let's go back to the deer. When you get a deer, uh, who processes it for you? I have a, a cousin of mine does all that. Cool. And we just drop it off and... We pick it up, process. Just want to wish the boys good luck racing this year and hope it's a good year and a safe year. And and um, I'm sure we'll make it fun however we have to. And I um, want to thank you for having me on the show. And I also want to give a big thank you and shout out to my wife, Christina, for letting me do the racing and for as devoted as she is to, to the racing. And for just letting me be the goofball that I am whenever I want. I think that word describes it, goofball. Well, <laughs> I, I thank you for being with us, and I hope you and the boys have a wonderful season. Thanks, Don. We're talking with John Montepart, and we will be back after a few messages. Are you in need of financial planning or portfolio review? Rick Sabo of RPS Financial Solutions is an independent financial planner who has testified as an expert witness on insurance and investment fraud. 
He helps people who are concerned about their portfolio or with other financial matters. His services include investments, pension, and 401k rollovers, estate planning, life insurance, and long-term care alternatives. As a registered IRS tax preparer, he can assist retirees with the completion of property tax rebate forms and other government tax reduction programs at no charge. Mr. Sabo does not charge a fee to meet with potential clients for a fact find. His office is located at 5061 Route 8, Gibsonia, PA. If you are in need of any of the services that he provides, give him a call at 724-443-5720. That's 724-443-5720. Or email him at rick.sabo at jwcemail.com. Securities offered through J.W. Cole Financial Incorporated, member of FINRA SIPC. Advisory services offered through J.W. Cole Advisors Incorporated, neither J.W. Cole Advisors Incorporated or J.W. Cole Financial Incorporated, nor its representatives provide legal, tax preparation, or accounting advice. Persons who provide such advice do so in a capacity other than as a registered representative of J.W.C.A. J.W.C. RPS Financial Solutions and J.W.C. J.W.C.A. are unaffiliated entities. Every day when they open the doors at Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights, Pennsylvania, their goal is to provide great customer service by offering affordable automotive and truck repair service performed by highly trained technicians at the highest industry standard. By implementing the latest diagnostic equipment and computerized repair manuals, you can rest assured that your vehicle will be repaired to factory specifications for your specific car or truck. At Zarin Truck and Automotive, they believe in honest repairs and will demonstrate that fully by explaining the repair or service you are receiving and they'll give you an estimate or quote before work is performed. When you choose Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights, Pennsylvania, you are choosing professional automotive repair and maintenance performed by expert automotive technicians. That's Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights. And now back to Don Gamble and more Rapping on Racing. All right, listeners. Joining us now is Brett Huter. Brett, good evening. How are you? Good, Don. Glad you uh, asked me to come on today. I'm looking forward to our discussion. Yeah, it was a little bit of a challenge because I'm, I'm learning more and more people that they're into text and not so much with emails. And I sent you an email because I said, I'm going to have Brett on in December. And all I had was crickets. But then once we figured out that uh, you never saw the email, so we're good to go. We're, we're on a fresh start. Now, you're a project manager at Advantage Steel and Construction. And a nut behind the wheel at Uterra Motorsports. I want to go back to Advantage Steel. I guess uh, a couple of months ago you were at work and you met my son-in-law, Tim Mahal. Yeah, yeah. The- how did how did that? You're both on the same job. How did that come up? I mean, you just said, "Hey, uh, I'm into racing." Or what? tell me that story. Funny. Uh, funnily enough, uh, you know you walk around on job sites all the time and talk about all sorts of things and uh i happened to show up for work one uh, evening and uh tim had on a uh dirt late model shirt i don't i don't recall who the driver was at this time um but uh i know i knew as soon as i saw him from across the parking lot that uh we were going to have to have a discussion so yeah i uh waited till i got a good spot in the job in the night and went over and i basically just said hey tim uh this is a this is a life or death question here, and I, I need you to be one hundred percent truthful with me. I need to know everything you know about dirt late model racing, 
and uh, we had a good good laugh. And next thing you know, started making connections left and right with all the uh, you know people that we knew in Coleman. Yeah. Yeah, that shirt, I recall it because he got one for me, but that was a while back. A friend of his uh, owns a car that raced at Roaring Knob, but I, I couldn't tell you uh, who it was. I think it was number 45, but I'm not sure. But so it's a small world. You never know who you're going to run into. I was telling John, I'm in a grocery store down here in North Carolina, and a guy comes up and says, hey, Don, how you doing? How's wrapping on racing? And I'm thinking, holy cow, I guess I got a face you'd like to forget, but you can't, you know. It's <laughs> small world. Um, <clears throat> I'd like to talk a little bit about Hunter Hudson, uh, your girlfriend. Uh, is she uh, an avid race fan or casual, or did you have to drag her into this? Uh, interestingly enough, uh, our first unofficial date, um, I, I don't know if it's official or unofficial because uh, we talked to certain people, that's not a date, and to others it is. But uh, our first date, I had to take her to Lernerville, and uh, that was the first time she was uh, ever at a dirt track um, of that magnitude. I think she had maybe uh, you know, gone along with a friend or something before to, to just hang out, but she had never really been to a race before, and um, uh, that was her first 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 time first experience and uh she's been uh learning ever since so uh, i would say that now she's a pretty avid fan we uh try to get out and see something see something different we went on a road trip to bristol a few years ago and um we go we make the trek down to north carolina for the world finals every year now for a little uh mini vacation but uh she was never into racing but uh it's definitely quickly growing on her so I've said this so many times, people are tired of hearing it. Whether it's the girlfriend, the wife, the mom, the sister, or any member of the family, any uh, female member of the family, they are the biggest part of the success of the team. Because in your case, if Hunter's on board, life's going to be good. All you got to focus on is going out and winning some races. But the guys where the woman is not on board, it's usually a short career or a divorce. Yeah, yeah, I, I I can only imagine that uh, that would be the case. I'm I'm lucky enough to have her uh, have her support, and uh, for uh, those that you know are familiar with me, you guys all know that um, we run a, a YouTube page, and she's you know right there in the thick of all the action. She's recording all the videos and giving everybody the play by play throughout the night, and then when the cameras are off, she's directing traffic and uh, you know making sure people are doing their jobs in the pit. So. Um, I'm glad to have her as a partner, not only in life, but, uh, you know, on the race team, too. She's a good asset through uh, not just, like I said, not just our hobbies, but uh, in life, too. So I'm, I'm super thankful to have her. You're a lucky guy. Now, I know you played sports, baseball, football, whatever, and I'm thinking the nickname Hootie may have came from football. Am I right? Oh yeah, that's that's that's. I think that's where all great nicknames come from is the football field, isn't it? <laughs> well, let's expand on that. How did that come to be? Um, actually, interestingly enough, uh, with a name like Utira, there's not very many people that can read it on paper and say it correctly. Um, and especially when you just run it off, you know, to them when somebody asks you what your what your name is, uh, they don't they don't always repeat it right back to you real quickly. So. Uh, when I was in high school, I had a uh, coach that I just, you know, just moved up to high school, and he just met me. I did something on a uh, on the practice field that he liked, and said, "Hey, kid, 
what's your name? And I, I told him it was Brett, and that wasn't good enough for him because he wasn't a first-name kind of guy. He was a last-name type of guy. So I quickly told him Hutira, and he said that wasn't going to work either because he'd never remember it. So he asked me to say it one more time, and he said, your name's going to be Hootie. And uh, it, it stuck straight through. I, it stuck through high school. Um, I think I, it eventually caught on even a little bit in my college days. And now I walk around Lake Trobe, and I get some people that call me Hootie, and some people look at me crooked when they uh, when they hear people when they hear me respond to it. So <laughs> I think that's a cool nickname. You know, uh, I've never shared this with anybody on the show, but when I was in college at our fraternity, the guys were all irresponsible. They didn't want to pay any of the bills or do any of the things you have to do to maintain the frat house. So I started doing that. Hey, we got to pay the phone bill. We got to pay the electric. Got to pay the mortgage. So they gave me the nickname Mother Goose. And I, I figured that wouldn't be good in racing. So when I got out of college and started racing with Ronnie Hazley, we changed it to the Headhunter because that makes uh, that's a little better. And I had a guy tell me one time, and I won't go into details. He said. I was really afraid of you. Anybody called the headhunter, I didn't want to be somebody that you were hunting, but uh, that was a long time ago. Hey, and I have to assume with uh, John and Anthony that somewhere along the line, this is why you got involved in racing. When did you decide football's over uh, and baseball and all your sports, uh, I want to do some racing. Uh, how did that come to be? Um. Well, you know, like you said, I mean, we I kind of grew up in a family that was uh, already attending the races. And, you know, I, I, I was well aware of what was going on and, and helping um, with with guys like Joe Kelly and Rich Logan and, and helping guys like that along that were already racing. And I was always involved, but, you know, never never knew if I'd be able to afford it. And, you know, never never knew if I was close enough to a track to be able to, you know, keep doing it. And I always wanted to make sure I had you know, finances in line stuff because I didn't know I didn't want to start and then get the bug and then not be able to keep doing it. So um, I got I got a job out of school, like you said, and then uh, just kind of started working on getting getting things situated. Got myself a house and got myself a vehicle. And um, I guess it was about four years ago now, uh, four or five years ago now, uh, Lake Trip Speedway announced they were going to uh, reopen, and it's right down the street here from my house. I think it takes me about eight minutes according to google maps to uh get home from the racetrack over there so they announced they were going to open back up and i knew that uh, this was the, the the ultimate time to do it and uh that's that's kind of when i when i hopped on board um it wasn't really uh i guess other than them opening there wasn't really a, a plan or anything like that but i uh i just knew that it was now or never and i'm happy we pulled the trigger when we did we're talking to brett hutera we need to take a break. We'll be back after a few messages. At Alternative Power Sources, they have always understood that your generator needs are never one size fits all. They are still the local generator company you have come to know and trust. But with expanded resources and expertise as a subsidiary of Curtis Power Solutions Company, part of the Indel Power Group. As a Curtis Power Solutions Company, they offer quality brands such as MTU, Kohler, Southeastern Power Products, and Yamaha Generators. They bring more experience for working on complex projects such as engineering and design services for data centers and healthcare facilities. 
At the same time, they continue to service all brands of standby generators. Also, don't forget to ask about their rentals for your next event or power emergency. If you have a project, Alternative Power Sources has a solution. Contact them today at 1-800-894-4455. That's 1-800-894-4455. Business owners, if your ad was here, our listeners could find out about your company. Speedway Productions has several advertising packages to fit your budget. Rappin' on Racing airs live at iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, RappinOnRacing.com, or Hulu Television. You can also listen on your computer, iPhone, or iPad. Don and his co-hosts present the good, the bad, and the ugly of local racing. The two-hour show features local track reports, special guests, driver interviews, and all of the national racing news. Check out the show and let us know if you are interested in becoming a marketing partner. For additional information, call 412-999-6625 or email rappinonracing at gmail.com. And now back to Don Gamble and more Rappin' on Racing. I always say that racers are the greatest people in the world, and I'm thinking this might might be early in your career. You were at Lernerville, and you were having a problem with your car, and uh, Jason Fosnott's team came over to help you try and figure out the problem. Do you remember that night? Yeah, that was, uh, I believe that was my first first attempt at making a Penn, Ohio race. I uh, started up front and broke a shock about, halfway through the first lap in my heat race and uh when i broke the shock it took out a brake line and it took yeah. out a whole bunch of stuff and i had a whole bunch of like you said jason falls not in the lamberts and a uh, whole guys a whole bunch of guys i think the mcdonald's were involved over there too that was my first uh real experience as a driver where I, you you know you really get to see the, the the competition maybe get put to the side a little bit and get to see all those groups of people just trying to help you know, one person just to try to get back out there and try to get one more chance to compete. So that was a that was a not so fun, but uh, a good good experience looking back on it. <laughs> well, then it even got better because I recall after the races, Jason's wife Crystal had a big table with a spread there, and she was feeding everybody. It's just people are so good in racing. Yeah, yeah. No, there's uh, there's not very many people that. Uh, or not many, very many places, I guess, that you can go and, and see the kind of camaraderie and the, uh, I guess, kind of family atmosphere that we have there. I mean, I think a lot of a lot of guys in racing maybe rip up on each other through the week or, you know, over the years. But uh, at the end of the day, we still have those uh, those good moments like that where, you know, you bring in strangers and, and make them friends or family or, you know, lifelong members of your of your crew. Years ago at Lernerville, there were two guys fighting for the late model point championship. Last night of points. Uh, Nick Jones was one of them, and the other guy is low rider, and I'm not sure. I can't remember his name. But anyway, they're battling in a heat race, and uh, they uh, tangle, and Jones's car gets uh, some damage. So after the heat race, they come in, and the guy that tangled with them... Uh, his crew's over there helping Jones fix his car, and wouldn't you know it, Jones goes out. Jones goes out and wins the title. It's uh, it's just a very special kind of person that does that. For sure, yeah. I mean, I, 
just like you're saying there, I know that um, like, uh, we we ran all year long at, at Lake Shrove this year, and uh, we're pretty tight with Tommy Dembowski throughout the year. And uh, I, I tried my first uh, crack at the uh, Big 10,000 to win Sharon National race this year, first time I'd ever been there. And uh, I raced you know, hard every week against Tommy Dembowski week in and week out. And uh, we go up to the biggest race of the year. And he didn't take his car, but he was right there in the pits helping me make adjustments and trying to get us better. You know, somebody that you compete with every week, night in and night out, trying to beat. And then, you know, you, you change, the, change the script a little bit, and they're sitting there right there trying to help you get better. That's a, it's, I guess it's just unique. You don't, you don't really see that a lot of places. Fans, if you're just joining us, we're talking to Brett Hutera, drives the number four. Uh, let's talk about 2023. Schedule, plans, uh, what's cooking? <clears throat> yeah, we're, um, honestly, we're waiting on a couple more schedules to come out here. I'm, I'm eager to see what the uh, Penn, Ohio Pro Stocks are going to do this year with a, a point system or a race layout. Uh, I think this year we are... Obviously, got to plan on running a lot of races here at Lake Trib Speedway. Like I said, it's right down the street. But uh, I also probably intend on trying to hit um, a, lo- a lot of these bigger Penn Ohio races and trying to branch out a little bit. I think last year we, in, I don't know that we had a lot of success, but we definitely grew as a team by, like I said, going out and running the, a race at Sharon and. Um, we traveled once to Pittsburgh and didn't really have a – we had a short night there, but uh, I think those experiences helped us, and I think we're looking to do a little bit more of that. Um, I think it's good for good for the class, too. Um, Penn, Ohio does a lot of good stuff for a lot of drivers in our area, and I think it's only right that, uh, you know, we try to help the series series grow and support the series because without them, we, we really don't have anywhere to race. You know, 10, 10 or 15 years ago, there wasn't uh, unified rules for – pro stocks and street stocks everywhere and now we can go to 10 tracks in the area so i think we are going to try to take advantage of that and try to help the series here um while we while we have the funds and the um i guess the people and the and the drive to do it so i think we're going to do a little bit more traveling you'll probably see us a couple more times at um lernerville and uh hopefully get out to maybe the laboon race at pittsburgh and uh some of these other races that uh penn ohio is going to host and hold what the Hooks family has done with that is nothing short of amazing. And you see some of their races with the big payoffs. I mean, that's that's incredible. Some of their payoffs are better than the late models. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that, that, I can't downplay that either. The, some of the payoffs that they, that they put up as a series is incredible. I mean, we we're, some of these tracks, we're racing for, you know, 300 or $400 to win on any given night. And you show up at some of these bigger tour races, and there's 45 cars, and and it's two or three hundred to even make the race. I mean, it's almost a no-brainer. You you know, you got to go out and race against the best to get better. And um, yeah, I mean, like you said, the, there's there's certain there's a lot of places that aren't playing late models. You know, ten thousand to win, and, and we got a stock car race in our area. We're very very lucky to have that. Sounds pretty good. Well, we're coming up on a break. Any closing thoughts, anything you'd like to add? Yeah, I just wanted to um, thank everybody that, uh, you know, supported us along the way. Number one, like you said, uh, my girlfriend, Hunter, she's she's a blessing in disguise for us. 
my dad, his girlfriend Carol, uh, Shane, Frank, my brothers Anthony and Luke, John, and uh, Noah Brunel, and then all my sponsors that have uh, you know helped me get to where we are right now, and that have supported us in 2022, and that um, I'm hoping here in the next few weeks we'll be able to bring them back on board for 2023. Uh, Line X of Latrobe, Advantage Steel and Construction, Pit Stop Pizza, Tidal Wave Car Wash, A1 Machine, Gilmore Engineering, Mike Amick Construction, Full Cell Transmission, DJS Swag, RJ Seating and Cooling, Auto Salon, the Red, White, and Glue Company, and SS Chassis. Uh, we couldn't do we couldn't do anything that we do without uh, all these people that support us and follow us along. So um, thank you. That's thank you to everybody that cheers us on the stands, and I guess thank you to those that boo us too. Because uh, either way, we still need your still need your butts in the stands. So um, thankful for all the good and the bad. So well, I thank you for being with us, and I want to wish you good luck for the new season. Can't wait. Hope to uh, speak to here this season with a couple more checkered flags under our belt. That's a deal. We're talking to Brett Hutera. We need to take a break. We'll be back after a few messages. Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway would like to thank all of our marketing partners who helped make our 2022 a success. Rorick Automotive Group, Cheplick Packing, Crawford Auto Repair, Always Safe Flagging and Traffic Control, Falcone's Moon Township Automotive, Rock Auto, Next Gen Outdoor Services, Summit Racing Equipment, Basil Race Fuels, Coca-Cola, Calusi Chevrolet, The Coriopolis Record, Isley's, J.D. Hall Excavating, Octane Customs, Precise Racing Products, Hoosier Tire Mid-Atlantic, Racing Junk, Rhino Racing Classifieds, Yingling, Zarin Truck and Automotive, and Zufall Communications. We would like to also congratulate our 2022 champions in the Rush Late Models, Philip Ubeck, in the Hobby Stocks, Frank McGill, for the Chuplick Series, Logan Catellis, in the Penn Ohio Pro Stocks, AJ Poljack, in the Open Four Cylinders, Craig Rudolph, and in the Young Guns, Emmy Laboon. Stay tuned to our social media channels and our website, ppms.com, for upcoming information regarding our 2023 racing season. And now back to Don Gamble and more Rapping on Racing. All right, joining us now, the third member of the Montepart family, uh, really uh, involved in racing. We're going to talk a little bit to Anthony. Anthony, good evening. How are you? Good evening, Don. Doing great. How are you? Good, good. Now, everything's not all racing. I understand that you're in your real life, you're a project engineer. Uh, a little bit about that and uh, what's involved. Sure, yeah. I work at uh, Repair X Fabricated Systems in Latrobe. Um, basically just setting up projects for the guys out in the shop um, to get the job done. I order materials and uh, keep our schedule for all of our jobs. So those are my three main duties. And uh, how did you get this position? Did you have to take classes at college? Yeah, I um, actually started at Geneva College for uh, mechanical engineering, but uh, after two years, I backed out of that, and I got my degree in mechanical drafting. So I started there uh, six years ago as a draftsman and then worked my way into this uh, production engineer role. The drafting, uh, as it was way back when I used to teach it, it is so different now with all the technology and all the things that you have access to. What are some of the... Uh, programs that you use in work uh we we have autocad and um inventor so yeah. the auto software is what we yeah. use there 
And while we're talking school, uh, your fiance Danielle, uh, is a graduate in nursing from Duquesne. Uh, that's pretty impressive. First of all, Duquesne's tough, and nursing is really tough. How's that going for her? Uh, the last couple of years have been tough, you know, with the COVID stuff going on. And then I tell her she's nuts. She's actually currently right now at a night class. She went is going back to school at uh, Carlo to do her um, nurse practitioner schooling. So I'm a very lucky guy. You are. And don't ever forget that because I was just telling Brett, if you have a girlfriend, wife, mom, sister, and they're part of your team and they're on board, you're very lucky because if they're not, it's either going to be a short career or a divorce. And if <laughs> you you got to keep her here with Danielle. Now, prior to getting involved with you, was she a race fan or just a rookie? Um, not really. Pretty much a rookie. Her her family. She watched NASCAR and had been to a few dirt track races, but it was, it, it's been new to her since we've been together eight, going on eight years now. So. But she's there pretty much every week supporting me, so I have, like I said, I'm very lucky. Now, it goes without saying, you got involved because of your dad. Uh, When did that happen? When did you decide, now I know you played some sports, and uh, I think the whole family's into hunting. Uh, When did you decide, you know, I think I want to drive one of these cars. When did that happen? Well, ever since I was little, obviously going to the races, that was a dream of mine, but I... I still remember it was actually my last – I played college baseball at Geneva. It was my last baseball game. We were playing Washington and Jefferson, and my dad sent me a picture of a four-cylinder car that was in the weeds. And, you know, looking back now, it's kind of funny to think how excited I got over that four-cylinder <laughs> car. But he sent me the picture and said, uh, you know, a friend of ours didn't want it if we could get it running that I could race it. So – Pretty much right then, I had checked out of baseball. I knew I was leaving Geneva, and I knew, you know, I was going to get my chance. That is cool. So how many years were you in the four-cylinder? Uh, one year. Yeah. It didn't go very well. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you're in good stuff now, and I mean, you got uh, between Dad and Joe Kelly and your brother uh, or brothers. It's it's just uh, it must be something in the water in Lake Trobe because uh, you guys got it all figured out. Yeah, and you know what? I, I look back now. You know, I've been racing I think six or seven years now, but you know, the beginnings were it was very humble beginnings for me. Like I said, starting out, I just so many stories of issues trying to get to the track and the car not running and you know i think people don't realize how hard it is just to get started um even with awesome people like i have behind me but um yeah i don't know late tropes just been our track for my family well and so many fans they think you race on saturday take the car home wash it put it in the garage and that's it and you'd have to do anything until next saturday Sometimes racing a car could be like having a second full full time job. Oh, for sure. Yeah, even even in my division with the pure stock. I mean, we, me and Dad, honestly, if you count race day, probably five nights a week. So it's if you want to be successful in anything, I mean, you have to put your time in. Well, think about this, and I'm a big uh, proponent of this. The time you're on a track for maybe half an hour on a race night. 
maybe, give or take. But the time you're in the garage with Dad or your brother or, or with Danielle, that's quality time. Not to mention if you end up at Tool's Kitchen. We had a nice thing with Dad. He's funny. <laughs> I, I never know what he's going to say. So the good thing about this interview is if it gets really bad, I can delete the stuff where he goes off the rails, you know. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm sure... I, 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 he either has probably made a fool of himself or uh, no. or everybody loves him. So we'll see when I get to listen to what he had to say. I think everybody loves him. And uh, <laughs> I, I was telling Brett, I, I said, <laughs> you've probably heard this before. I said, how did you get the nickname Tool? And he said, well, that was a name some of the women I knew early in life. <laughs> and then he said, no, that's not really how it happened. So then he did ex- yeah. Yeah, explain how that happened. I want to talk I want to talk about your first ever victory, and I believe it was at La Trobe. Yeah, it was at La Trobe. It was opening night, the grand opening, the reopening of La Trobe, La Trobe Speedway. Um, I think it was I forgot the date now. I think it's May 18th, I believe. But, uh, yeah, that was a storybook, really. Like I said, growing, I grew up in La Trobe. You know, the success my dad and Joe had there um, at opening night, you know, the big night. Everybody was, was excited to get back at that track after whatever it was, 14 or 15 years. Yeah. And um, I actually had I, what made it even more special. I, I battled out with John Redshaw, who recently passed away. So, that was a good memory I have racing with him. He was a hard racer, and he definitely made me earn that first win. But um, like I said, storybook. Well, I, I spent a lot of years racing at Latrobe, and some of my f- fondest memories were there. I always liked being there. We're talking with Anthony Montepart. We need to take a break. We'll be back after a couple commercials. Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway would like to thank all of our marketing partners who helped make our 2022 a success. Rourke Automotive Group, Cheplick Packing, Crawford Auto Repair, Always Safe Flagging and Traffic Control, Falcone's Moon Township Automotive, Rock Auto, Next Gen Outdoor Services, Summit Racing Equipment, Basil Race Fuels, Coca-Cola, Calusi Chevrolet, The Coriopolis Record, Isley's, J.D. Hall Excavating, Octane Customs, Precise Racing Products, Hoosier Tire Mid-Atlantic, Racing Junk, Rhino Racing Classifieds, Yingling, Zarin Truck and Automotive, and Zoofall Communications. We would like to also congratulate our 2022 champions. In the Rush Late Models, Philip Ubeck. In the Hobby Stocks, Frank McGill. For the Chuplick Series, Logan Catellis. In the Penn Ohio Pro Stocks, AJ Poljack. In the Open Four Cylinders, Craig Rudolph. And in the Young Guns, Emmy Laboon. Stay tuned to our social media channels and our website, ppms.com, for upcoming information regarding our 2023 racing season. And this is going to take some explaining. Now, I know you helped Joe Kelly, and uh, sometimes the car was 100, and sometimes it was 66. Uh, Where are we at on the number? And uh, I know I've talked to you about this before, but like I was telling Brett, we get new listeners all the time. And I know there's a lot of people never heard that story about the number 100 on your car. So how about you explain that? Sure. So, yeah, obviously with racing with Joe Kelly and going to help him growing up as a kid and even into my teens and start getting to start racing, um, obviously Joe was number 66, and he also drove the 100 car for Charlie Trice. And um, 
another friend of ours, Ricky Dean, at the time had started to build this pure stock and decided I was going to get to race it after the year of trouble with the four-cylinder. And we took the old body off of the 100 Pro stock at the time, that uh, pieces, parts of the bodies that were laying around, and just patched the car together the first year. And then it would have been four years, four or five years after that, we still had that number, the 100, the Lady Luck with the Moon Eyes. And um, at the end of last year, I parted ways with Ricky Dean um, to own all my own stuff now. And, uh, you know, figured it was different car, time to pick a different number. But uh, everybody asks why I always run Joe's numbers. But, you know, I, Joe's family to us, really. We consider right. him family. He's like an right. uncle to me. So I figured everybody else runs their family number. That's kind of our family number. Seemed like an excellent idea. Now, if fans, if you're just joining us, we're talking to Anthony Montepart, driver of the number 66. Um, one of the things I always, uh, I, you answered it, I always ask drivers, how'd you pick your number? And you explained that. Um, and I'm guessing, based on the other members of the family, that you're big into hunting and fishing. Am I on the right page? Yeah, I've this is a time of year where it's tough for me because after racing all year, then we go straight into hunting, you know, the next weekend and we're pretty big into hunting. Uh, you know, pretty much every week, you know, we're out every weekend. So, uh, now's the time of year where hunting's over and I got this buffer. I got to start working on the car, getting the car ready for this <laughs> upcoming season, but I have to give Danielle some time, you know, to do, do other normal people things, I call them. Well, you mentioned Danielle. I understand she's your fiance, and March 26th is going to be a big day. Let's talk about that. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to say I do. Okay. Well, the beauty of it is you have someone on, that understands your hobbies, has been with you long enough that she knows what she's dealing with, and... Uh, the, the women in racing are the greatest people there because they make a lot of sacrifices so you can go and have fun. How about if we take a minute and mention your pit crew and thank your sponsors? Sure. So I have, I have to thank my dad. I mean, there's days, he, you know, every Sunday he's down here before I even thought about waking up and the car's washed. And, you know, the time he puts in during the week, uh, I live down in Jeanette now. He's still living in Latrobe, so he has roughly a half hour. And like I said, he's still down here four to five nights a week. Um, my stepmom, Christina, uh, Chad and Wendy, they both pretty much came to every race this year and helped really helped me get the car ready at the beginning of the year. Um, Brendan is there to help me out. My other brother, Luke, uh, I do have... We do have another brother, Luke. He uh, doesn't race himself, but he comes and helps out when he can. Uh, that's pretty much it for the pit crew, other than if you want to throw Joe's name in there when he helps out. Right. Uh, my sponsors, uh, Gilmore Engineering, GVD Powder Coating, A1 Machine Shop, Supercar Workshop, and Supercar Restoration, New Foundation Contractors, Inc., 66 Auto Supply, K2 Engineering, Maniac Race Chassis and Fabrication, MS Shock Therapy, RepairX, Flyest Tire American Racer, Vinyl Destination, and Trico Welding. I have a list of sponsors, and honestly, without them, 
I honestly thought I wouldn't be racing. They're they're the backbone of my team. I can't thank them enough. Well, and you just did, and that's important. Now, you mentioned Gilmore Engineering. He's been around for a long time. He's been with Joe, uh, like, maybe from day one. Yeah, John, John he's really close with John. Uh, you know, I've, he's been a part of my life since I was, you know, very little. But he actually raced um, at Schmuckers and um, the old motor drum. Uh, he ran a coupe, uh, and I, he still he still has an asphalt modified uh, that he raced back in I think the late nineties, early two thousands. It's still in his garage. <laughs> no, John's a great guy, a great racing guy, and I've learned a lot of things from not only on the racing side, and you know, I mean, a, just a out, downright genius when it comes to engines and life in general. And actually, he steered me on the path into engineering, also. Well, that's, that's a good sign. Uh, must be a great guy. Well, hey, we're coming up on our uh, break. Any closing thoughts, anyone else you would like to thank? Yeah, first, uh, Happy New Year to everybody, and uh, looking forward to getting back to the track here in a few months. Uh, and I'd just like to thank uh, one final time my fiance, soon-to-be wife, Danielle. Well, Anthony, I thank you for being with us. I want to wish you good luck for the new season. Thanks, Don. I appreciate it. We're talking with Anthony Montepart. We need to take a break. We'll be back after a couple commercials. Number One Cochrane has created a new way, a faster way, an easier way to buy a car. Now you can complete as much of the process as you'd like online and spend less time in store or do it all online and get home delivery. Expressway is way easy to use. Just shop our nearly 20 new car brands and thousands of pre-owned vehicles to find the model that's perfect for you. We're big on transparency, so you get our best possible price up front. We call it our clear-cut price, and it's independently validated by Kelly Blue Book right on your screen. Our experts are standing by to help you throughout the entire buying process. You can also stop at any time, save where you are, and come to the showroom to pick up where you left off. Don't love your new vehicle? Don't worry, we'll take it back, no questions asked. Best of all, Expressway is open 24-7. That means you can buy your way with Expressway right away. Number one, Cochrane. See it all at Cochrane.com. The staff at Rappin' on Racing would like to thank our marketing partners, Curtis Power Solutions, Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway, Alternative Power Sources, Zarin Truck and Automotive, and RPS Financial Solutions. Without these companies, Rappin' on Racing would not be possible. We hope you enjoyed today's program. If you have a driver or a competitor that you would like featured at Rappin' on Racing, please send us an email to rappin'onracing at gmail.com. Thank you. State's number one motorsports talk show. 
Today's program was brought to you in part by our marketing partners. Recognized by the Eastern Motorsports Press Association as one of the top racing shows in the Eastern United States. Have a great week, and be sure to tune in for another installment of Rappin' on Racing. Stand on